is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks podcast here on the DFPN. Boy, tonight is going to be uh, <laughs> it's gonna be one of them nights. Uh, so, before we get into the show, we're normally on Patreon, but at the request of Frank D, he demanded that we go outside the box for this one. So, we're outside the box for this one. Uh, add your comments, feel free. <laughs> but normally, we'd be on Patreon. So join us for the next show on patreon.com slash thatfellinpodcast. Little as a dollar. We have added a dollar tier to Patreon to where you can come in, you can interact, you can get on these shows. One fucking dollar, people. One dollar. Come to the Patreon. One dollar. Come to the Patreon. All right. Patreon.com slash that filling podcast. It is cheaper than a fucking can of Coke. Come to Patreon for one dollar. Also, we have music. Subscribe to the Bandcamp, datfillin.bandcamp.com. As little as $3 gets you the entire Datfillin catalog. MRK Socks just put off another single on there yesterday. Go check it out. Again, datfillin.bandcamp.com is a really lovely song. $3 gets you the whole catalog. We do have merch. Frank D's rocking the merch right now. Go to our Teespring at teespring.com slash datfillinpodcast. Uh, the homie Mac, a.k.a. your boy, put out a post earlier. Um, I want to thank whoever that was. I don't know who that was, but I want to thank you um, for copping some merch and, you know, supporting the brand and letting your feelings be known about the brand. I really do appreciate it. So everybody else, teespring.com, search for Podcast. Go get you some merch. Also, Mission Pro Wrestling, June 10th, True Colors, San Antonio, Texas. Tap in. We will be sponsoring Maya World's debut to Mission Pro Wrestling. She's going to be taking on Brittany Brooks. Uh, we will be sponsoring that match. So shout out to Mission Pro Wrestling. Also, shout out to the Bob Culture Podcast for uh, allowing us to be a sponsor for you as well. Um, they did a very great interview uh, about a wrestling musical called The Last Match, uh, the musical. Go check that out. That was a really great interview. Um, actually really put on a, it's a hell of a job to put on a wrestling match in theater. And they actually have that on Broadway. So shout out to them for covering it. But go check that interview out. All right. Frank D. Yeah, Black Mac. What's up, man? You <laughs> see, you coming over here all nice and shit. Listen, before before we got on, before we got on, we had a whole talk, which we're about to get into live for the people. But exchanging pleasures, pleasantries before we get into the shenanigans. How you doing? How 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 has it been? Oh, I'm copacetic, man. I'm hey, listen. It's too sweet over here, man. I don't I don't know what's going on over there with you. 
per se. I'm great. You, I'm you great. Know, you were kind of getting your, your panties in a bunch of them, you know, a few minutes ago. Bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. Bullshit. Bad day. I don't know exactly what it was, but you know, <laughs> no. Hey, no. Is, you know, Wusa, you know what I'm saying? No. no. Calm, calm down. Calm down a little bit there. I mean, what did they say back in the day on, on Family <laughs> Matters? Three, two, one. One, two, three. What the heck is bothering fuck? me? You think I'm Carl you know Winslow? Huh? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just saying. No. I'm just that saying. was that was not me. It was okay. not me. We're about to see who it was. And then I'm gonna tell you, it wasn't me. We're about to see exactly who it was. Okay, well. <laughs> but, it, but it was not me. So let's let's just jump right into it. Let's okay. just jump right into it for the folks. Cool. All right. Cool. AW. Yes, sir. They have surpassed. From from the announcements, they have surpassed sixty thousand right. tickets sold yes, for sir. Wembley. Yes, sir. They it sounds like they they can they can sell out Wembley from from all from all looks of it. They haven't they haven't announced a, a match for the for the card for AEW All In. They haven't announced a match. Uh, all we ha- have is that they're in Wembley, and Wembley has sixty thousand tickets sold for it. What say you? You know, honestly, I came on the podcast a few weeks ago, and I predicted maybe 45, 50,000 tickets would be sold for the show initially. Um, and that was basically due to the setup of the show. You know, most of the times when they do these stadium shows, they're about to tarp it off. I mean, we were at the Royal Rumble back in January, and they had tarped off half of the uh, Alamo Dome, part they weren't using for the yep. production. This so, is a different company. WWE. You asked the question. Let me let me speak. So I think that uh, I, you know, honestly, I think this is great. I think it's great for the business. I think. It's, the I, think I think it's I think it's great for professional wrestling. You know, to, to have a to have an alternative company where where the boys and the girls can go and work and, and learn to trade. I think this is excellent, man. Do you, do you really? Yeah, this is great. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's great for the business. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay, so with this, with this, with the selling of these tickets, yes, sir. Um, there's been a lot of talk that this puts them just above WCW in terms of, of selling. Are we looking at a new competitor for WWE? Um, depends on what you want to call competitor um so if you look at the history books of professional wrestling you look at world championship wrestling in this existence and before that with jim crockett promotions uh, and then before that you know georgia championship wrestling so on and so forth um there's always been competition in wrestling okay and for many many years until the bischoff years wcw never really beat the wwf at anything I mean, they can never beat them in house shows. They can never beat them as far as pay-per-view goes. That was What about the 83 show. weeks? The 83 weeks was basically, what I what I put the 83 weeks as this. 83 weeks that WWE dominated WWF was simply because of this. The Cruiserweight division, the NWO angle, WWE had reinvented themselves into a fresh, hip, new product, while the WWF was still stuck in the new generation. That's kind of where I look at that. I think that people that Vince McMahon thought that were no longer valuable assets like the Hulk Hogan's, like the Macho Man's, etc., proved that they could have a resurgence in their careers later on in WCW. 
That's what I think. But there was a flaw in the situation. The flaw was there was no end game story to the NWO angle. There was no end to that. They had nothing past the NWO. You weren't getting ready for the future. You weren't pushing the younger talents that would come along, like the Rey Mysterios, the Conans, the mm -hmm. Chris Jericho's, Louis Kidman's, and all that. You made mm -hmm. stars, Diamond Dallas Page, Goldberg. You know, Booker T was made down there as well. But they didn't have an answer to the equation. So now, fast forward now to AEW. Is AEW competition to the WWE? Like I said, it, it depends what you mean by competition. They're on rival networks. They're a sports entertainment branded show. So I guess you could say that they're competition, but at the same token, is Impact Wrestling competition to WWE? Is Ring of Honor competition to the WWE? No. So, but how? But how is that when they're all been, they're in the same genre? So I mean, that's that's what I mean by there. WWE will tell you that AEW is not competition to them. They'll say everything is competition to them, but AEW is not competition because they'll tell you that AEW is in the wrestling business. They're in the sports entertainment business. Same thing he thought about WCW. He said w, he said when Ted Turner bought WCW, he called him up and congratulated. He said, hey, Vince, I'm in a wrestling business. And Vince says, well, congratulations, Ted. I'm in a sports entertainment business. Two completely different businesses. Is that, is that, that's how they feel about this. So when it came down to when it came down to last week, we didn't have a show last week. But a story yeah. broke last week concerning uh, Tony Khan, and it was, a, it was something about the Wembley setup and an ESPN reporter saying something. Yeah. Now, this ESPN reporter possibly had some kind of a, a connection with Nick Khan, okay? And Tony Khan went off the rails and said Nick Khan can shove it up his ass. And I'm thinking to myself, it's not really a professional thing to do. It's not. You would never see Vince McMahon out of all the times that this stuff is going down you wouldn't see him publicly do. You this. would never publicly see Vince no. McMahon talk crap. Privately, about... privately, he's probably cussing you the fuck out publicly. Absolutely. Publicly, no. Vince McMahon never publicly went after Eric Bischoff. He didn't even. He, he, he it was never Bischoff. McMahon was after. It was Turner. That's the, the 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 narrative he had. It was always him versus Turner. Now he would try to get Turner in other ways when when Time Warner was merging with with Turner Broadcasting and he was trying to tr trying to you know put some ill fate towards that, that merger. But Tony Khan went out and basically told the CEO of WWE, he, you know, that's your boy, and you're trying to get up here telling the lies and just shove it up your ass. That's a bold that's a bold fucking thing to do publicly though. Yeah, like I, you I can't you don't do that type of stuff publicly unless you have evidence. So that's far right. there hasn't been there hasn't been any evidence Well produced. that's why Nick Khan calls him the kid. However, however Knee-jerk reaction in that moment. I don't blame Tony Khan. It's a perfectly rational reaction. If that's what you suspect, which he has all right to suspect that. If he's right or not, no. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm just saying I understand the reaction. It's a it's a perfectly normal reaction. I, I understood that reaction to be kind of slanderous to me. So Slanderous or not, I understood so that's, that's it. What I, that's what I, I said. I don't. If he's right or wrong, if he's right or wrong, it's a so the, it's so, a it's so, a normal reaction. So so to fast forward real quick to to your initial question, is AEW competition to the WWE or competition to the WIP? No, they're not, because they are the alternative to the WWE. Yes. They've sold sixty thousand tickets in Wembley Stadium. They're probably gonna sell more. Congratulations. That 
area over there is basically hungry for content. They are hungry for any type of live wrestling action to be over there. If they can break records for AEW, even a motherfucker that has never watched AEW at all in their lives got a ticket to this show. Because it's it's the buzz over in England. We got to see this promotion. We got to see, you know, what can they do? What, what are they doing better than the WWE? That's why people are going to see this show. Because they don't get shows like this all the time. The last time WWE did Wembley Stadium was back in 1992 for SummerSlam. All right, so that's that's kind of where we're at at this point. They sell a bunch of tickets. Congratulations. My only issue with this is that every time W the AEW hits some type of a milestone, some troll out there or whoever it is could be coming from the inside. Whoever has to always bring up and try to compare it to WCW and outdoing something that WCW did. WCW has been dead since 2001 as a company. It now lives in the WWE libraries. It's Here part it of a is. subsidiary called WCW Libraries is where it's at. Here it right? is. Here you know it comes. So stop comparing yourself to WCW. You never will well you will never ever make the impact that WCW did. Period. We're still going right now. We're we're down the line here. Okay. We're in twenty twenty three. Top one of the, the the top some two of the top selling merchandise shirts right now at WWE right now today are the LWO and NWO. Right. LWO's getting up there. Yeah, LWO and NWO are the top two shirts right now, right now selling in WWE. What the hell does that tell you? So stop trying to compare yourself as if you're gonna have this. You can't thing. say that though because they're they're not owned by WCW anymore. Who's that? Neither one of them. That that's WWE property. No, my point I'm making is is that the company has been dead since 2001. Yet we have people that want to still bring it up and try to beat the metrics of something that happened on a damn nitro. Is my point. Yeah, but we don't know if All In is a pay per view either. They haven't they haven't really come out and said said that All In's a pay per view. You know that, right? Doesn't matter. It could be an AEW Dynamite still that they're calling all okay, in. Okay, that's great. But are, okay, so I'm supposed to compare uh, an AEW Dynamite in 2023 that's going to have maybe 80,000 people to it to a Nitro from '98? Really, bro? The Nitro from '98 had Hulk Hogan and Goldberg as the main event. What's your point? It wasn't a pay per view. So what? So are we are we supposed to go back in time and say? All right, y'all sold out the Georgia Dome because let's let's face it, the knock on the knock on that show, the knock on that show was that it should have been a pay per view and it probably would have sold more if you'd have hyped it up as a pay per view. That's the knock on that show. So are we to go back in time and tell them, yeah, tonight's great, but you should have made this a pay per view because 20, 20 some odd years later, here we are saying essentially the same thing to AEW. Yeah, that's great you sold out Wembley, but don't compare it to, to WCW because they did this. When in reality, that show could have done more. What I'm getting at is why... You're saying the, you're saying the company's dead. Right. And don't compare it to it. Right. But the number is there. So if you beat that number for for years, that's been the that's been the 
show, that show has been the highest selling non WWE show for, for years. It's been that. So when there's a non WWE product that comes along and they say, okay, this show has the potential to beat that. I don't necessarily see that as, as comparing the two. I'm just saying this number that has stood for years as a record for a non WWE show can potentially fall. And it did. Does anybody give a shit about AEW all in selling 60,000 tickets defeating a number for a live edition of WCW Nitro on TNT during the Monday night that, but that's war. how you that's how you during the Monday it. night war that's how you're, you're talking about it. it you're talking about yeah we can look back and play Monday Monday morning quarterback all damn day long and say hey yeah, we Goldberg, can. Goldberg and Nash or excuse me Goldberg and Hogan should have took place at Starcade that year we could yeah, we, we can we could we can, we can, we can, we can do that but all they day didn't, they didn't go that route because they were in the middle of a damn war that they were starting to lose against the WWE. Oh, piss off war. They were they were going to lose the rating anyway. That no, was wait, coming what, what, because what, the product me, wasn't me, as what, good as what, it was. What, what, what point in time, since you, since you just said that, I want to put you on the spot right quick. What point in time did you realize that WCW was going to lose the war? Bro, when you make a move like Hogan and Goldberg on a I'm Monday. I'm sorry. Can you give me something Monday, more specific? Can you give me something more specific than that? The writing is on the wall. Could you give me something more specific than that? The writing is on the wall. You have Goldberg running uh, through the whole NWO. Uh-huh. Other than that, there were no big stories. Other than that, it's just like what you have in WWE right now. The main story, the main story back then was Goldberg versus the NWO. That was the main story. The main story now is the bloodline, and it's starting to fizzle. The writing is on the wall. Okay, you so, do realize you do realize you do realize that that partic- that particular edition of Nitro that that you're speaking of the Hogan versus Goldberg match. You do realize that the decision was made on I believe a Wednesday of the week before to I know to this. Match. I you know this. You realize that the WWF had beat WCW finally in the rating after WrestleMania 14 is when they beat them. This yes. match took place on July, what was it, July 6th or 7th at the Georgia Dome? Yeah, this was them trying to get the rating back. Right. So in in, in in the middle of the war, is what I'm saying, Hogan came up with the brilliant idea, I'm going to drop the title to Goldberg. There was, a motive, there was a motive behind him doing it. But he did he did that. My point is this, is that instead of going for the past metrics of WCW and what they accomplish. Why doesn't AEW try to go out there and accomplish something and not have to always go back to what WCW did? Oh, we. Did I don't. This, I don't think. Week. I don't we think necessarily this, this week. We did that this week, and WCW did it here. But we already did that this week, and blah 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 blah. That's I don't what think they are, necessarily. That's what people are saying that. That's what I'm not saying. It's necessarily AEW. I'm talking <laughs> about. I just said earlier the trolls that come along that want to compare the two companies. There ain't no never going to be a comparison. Yeah, the the, tro- the the trolls are gonna be the trolls, but the the fact the fact is the is the fact. The number has been there. The the number has been there, but I see Several why months. I can see why the trolls will come out and make that comparison. I could see that, but history is history. That is that number has been the history. 
Okay. That's all I'm saying. I'm not I'm not agreeing with the trolls. I'm just saying the number the fact is that number has been that number. Regardless if it was a Monday Nitro, if it would have been a pay-per-view, it would have been a pay-per-view. But that show was the highest paid attendance for a non-WWE show. Cool. So I, I can't wait till we get to talking about the real numbers that matter, like ratings, when those numbers come up and we start comparing. The rating has been shit. And the rating let's, is probably let's, the rating start, for tonight is probably going to be well, shit. Well, let's start. So let's start comparing those ratings numbers to WCW. Let's do that because they want to do that. Go ahead. Since there's the trolls, no argument since there. The trolls, since the trolls want to do that, let's start comparing the numbers. The, there's no the argument. Dynamite, there. Let's start comparing the dynamite numbers to say the WCW Nitro numbers or WCW Thunder numbers for God's sakes. Let's see where they go with. Yeah, that that numbers that numbers not going to be there. You have no argument there. There, there is no argument to be had there. And the rating for tonight is probably going to be shit because you have Donald Trump on CNN, which is a huge fucking deal because he's not on Fox. He did a fucking town hall. And then you have the NBA playoffs. But I'm sorry. If you had something on your show that people wanted to watch, wouldn't you just watch the show and then catch that shit later? Yeah, you could. You miss out on that rating, but yeah, you totally could. No, no, no. I'm talking. No, 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 no. I'm talking about if you had something on your show that people wanted to watch, wouldn't you watch the show? Like if people, if, if there was something on the show, and this could be either one of them, because because the people use that same excuse for WWE, and it never, I don't go with it, because of back in the day when everybody was watching wrestling, it didn't matter what the hell was going on in the NFL or the NBA. People still watched the watch Nitro, and people still watch Raw. So the whole point of it is this. If there was something going on on this show that was entertaining and it was WWF, excuse me, whether it's Donald Trump or not, whether it's the NBA playoffs or not, if there was something going on this show that people wanted to watch, they would just watch the show. It don't matter what, what, what else is on. That's my point. If you have something creative that people want to see, if there's a continuity with the story that people want to see, they're going to watch the damn show. Period. Yeah, you got a point there. You have a point there. So, I'm just saying tonight's rating is probably going to be shit. Probably. Par for course. Par for course. I didn't even know Donald Trump was doing an interview. Yeah, Donald Trump did a town hall. NBA playoffs were on. And the town hall was full of crazy. So, it's going to be news tomorrow. I don't expect AEW to have a have a great rating. But hey, but hey, listen, great, great, great for them, you know, seven seven sixty thousand tickets, whatever it is. Hey, that's that's good for them. It's it's whatever. My only thing is, it's like, dude, stop. Let, let's stop. Let's stop living in the past. As far as we're gonna see, we're gonna keep always comparing ourselves because I and I think people do this because they do this because AEW. Is in a position as in on Turner Network Television. That's that's another reason they do it, because they're part of the of the Turner landscape, and there hasn't been any competition really to WWE. I mean, you can call it TNA Impact competition, whatever, but there hasn't really been any competition that has gone. Now, now one thing that I, I've always said about AEW is you get a bang for your buck. They sell their pay per views. They're not on a streaming service as of yet. Okay. 
And I mean as of yet because something might be turning there, which is going to be very interesting and big if that happens. That's going to turn the tide there. But they don't depend on a, a network like Peacock that you only got to pay 5 or $6 to a month or whatever the situation is. They sell their pay-per-views and people buy them. They generate mm-hmm. money with pay-per-view. That's my whole point. I've never, ever said that they don't make money. They obviously do make money. Otherwise, they would have fucking shut down a long time ago. My only thing is, let's just stop comparing it to WCW. Let WCW rest in peace. I don't think they need. I don't. I don't think that. I don't know if they do it per se, or if there's a if there's trolls out there that are doing it. Yeah, they need to stop. I don't think a. I don't well, think AEW does. Well, well, CM Punk on the media scrum had said. Yeah, that was a year ago, though. Doesn't matter, but he said it. That's what Bischoff. That's why Bischoff turned on AEW. Because, are we because, really because are we Tony really Khan, holding that no, 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 no. from a year Tony ago? Khan, because Tony Khan, Tony Khan started I remember this. Khan started running his mouth about Ted Turner and running running down Ted Turner. And all and that's what started Bischoff's having an issue with AEW. Bischoff had been on AEW TV many times. Had talked to Tony Khan many times. But what turned Bischoff on them is when Tony Khan started talking off his massive shit about Ted Turner, a man he does not know has never met. Has only read what he's read in the damn dirt sheet. From fucking liars like Dave Meltzer. Well, now they turned on Dave Meltzer, so. Yeah, well, shit, there you go. Yeah, but I I don't know. For me personally, and I said this before we came on air, I think right. sixty thousand is a great thing for the business. Sixty thousand is good number for absolutely. It's a good number for them. Absolutely. It's, a, it's a great number for AEW. It's a great number for the business for me personally, yeah, and that that's where I choose to 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 stay at. It's, it's, yeah, that's great. It's a great number for their business. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Do WWE do it? WWE give a shit about that number. They they don't have to, and that's the that's the that's because and here's the thing, this is where they are. This is where they are. WWE doesn't have to pull that consistently. They don't. They have way too many other things working for them at this point. AW has years and years and years to work to get to that. But for them being a young company, doing this number. It's really good for them. Never said it wasn't. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. They are listening. I think we have enough data. Uh, who do we mean by they are? Because I, I remember, but remember uh, 10, 10, 10 in TNA? They are coming. <laughs> remember that so that's what I'm saying yes. who's, who's they <laughs> they are listening I'm talking about I'm talking about AEW and in some cases maybe WWE there's enough data out there that we can collect that we've said on this show that has come to pass like tonight guess who showed up on AEW Dynamite Miro. Ah. <laughs> Miro's back. Hmm. There's some things that happened in WWE. I can't I can't recall exactly what, but we've talked about them on this show. Right. I'm like, oh, here we go. 
They're listening. They are listening. That's great for the business. No, that's great for us. It's great for our business. Right. <laughs> it's great for us. So, who would you want to see? What would make Frank D? What would make Frank D a weekly participant? Let's just run the gambit. What would make you a, a willing participant to sit down in front of your television and watch a full either WWE or AEW show? That's a hard question to answer, dude. I'm like, I'm dead ass. <laughs> Well, because because here we are, here we are. We want more, but what would what would it take? I don't know. That's a, that's that's a hard question, you know. Because it, it's a it's an interesting question because I could literally on the network, I could sit up there and watch an old episode of Superstars or whatever without a problem, right? But I can't sit through fifteen minutes of Dynamite. Okay. Yeah, I, and I so don't know. I don't know what, what is it? What is I, it about the old episodes that keeps you? Is it the nostalgia? Is it the storytelling? Is it the action? It's just, I, you know, honestly, it's the storytelling, and it's also the star power. It's also just you look at these guys, and I'm talking about you know the the halls, Nashes, you know Shawn Michaels, the Bret Hart's, the Owen Hart's, the Bulldogs, the Vaders. Sting, Luger, all these guys, my, they, they all look like superstars. They all look, they all look like, you know. They look like they belong. They like they belong. There are guys that look like they belong. I just. I, in, in the modern era, like yeah. Miro, for example. Oh, yeah. Miro, I think, yeah. I think Miro belongs. I think the House of Black, which they, the concept that they are bringing out with the House of Black, if you if you want to be in a trios match for the trios championships, you play by the House of Black's rules. There's no rope breaks. There's no DQs. There's um, there's a whole bunch of things that come into play when you when you get into the ring with them. I like that. I like what they're doing with them. Now the storytelling, uh, we could devote some more time to that. They just signed a new deal with uh, with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, and we'll see where that goes. It looks like they're going to be announcing a brand new show. We know that Dark and Dark Elevation have gone away, which I kind of hated for the indie guys that were getting on Dark and Dark Elevation. Well, that just basically means that they'll probably be moved over to the main shows now. Right. They got to have they got to people watch my and, and I want to say something. You brought that Warner Brothers Discovery deal up real quick. So, this this right here, that to me, yeah, selling all these tickets for Wembley is one thing, but the fact that you're able to have a billion dollar deal, a deal worth a billion dollars with Warner Brothers Discovery, that right there shows that they are committed to your product, they're committed to your brand. That's a that, great gesture. That right there is where I say... Congratulations to AEW on that accomplishment. Not selling a bunch of fucking tickets, but the <laughs> fact that you were able to to get more money in your TV rights. Yeah. And you were able to get more shows on Turner, and and they're committed to you. That's that's right there, my friend, is an accomplishment. 
that WCW never could do. If you want to put, want to put comparisons, okay? Because if you want to put Bound, did put we Bound, just did, did you just swerve? Is that what just happened? No. What? What? But what I'm saying is that's the truth. We're not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not comparing what a Nitro did to what Wembley did. I'm talking about what Turner didn't want to give WCW money for Thunder. Oh, if, yeah. If, if you want to put it like that. Bischoff could yeah. get money for Thunder. That's the reason why they had the whole third hour of Nitro. That third hour of Nitro was to pay for Thunder, which yeah. showed that Turner won it, but they didn't want to pay them. So congratulations, AW, because you were able to go in there and and get more money for your TV rights. Shows me that they're committed to the brand. So it doesn't matter what Frank D says. It doesn't matter what Black Max says. It doesn't matter what anybody out there says about AW. The motherfuckers got the money. <laughs> so that's all that matters. They Sorry. got the money. Which, them having the money, that's what's good for the business. Because they are going to be around for a long time to come, and they got the money. That's what's good for business. I don't give a shit if they sell 80,000, 90,000 tickets or whatever. That I couldn't care less about that. What it comes down to is it comes down to how much money is the company going to get when it comes up to TV rights deals. It's a very big business. That's one of the reasons why Vince sold WWE because the TV rights deals were coming up. Yep. That's what it's about. It's about TV rights deals. We don't get. They don't, I mean, okay, yeah, cool. You'll draw all this money at the gate. That's fine. Hey, let's get on TV having seventy, eighty thousand people there for an AEW show. That's great. But if you're not getting your money on your TV rights fees, it doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. That's but the point. but this goes a long way for them. It actually does. It's like yes, five years, five years for a billion, right? Yeah, five years for a billion. Yeah, and that's so like two hundred million. million a year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have, um, and, and there, and we were talking about a little while ago, possibility that they're gonna, you know, start streaming on the Max, which is the new streaming service that's gonna basically, basically bring the HBO library. It's it's basically gonna bring HBO Max and the um, Discovery streaming services together as together. One. So it's not nothing's really gonna change as far as content or anything like that. Just, they're bringing them under one. They're all under one umbrella. So, an AW could possibly have the AW product on there. Not sure how this necessarily affects Ring of Honor, but Ring of Honor could 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 stay on what they're doing right now with Honor, you know, with Honor, whatever. But AW, technically, if you if you want to look at it, AW is there. They are the owners of Ring of Honor. Yeah. So it, they could bring a pay per view it, to. Exclusive, uh, exclusive rights to all AW programming, which I think that would include Ring of Honor, because it is an AW. Yeah, they own it. AW. They own it. They own it. So this will be very interesting to see um, what what it's going to be. Ho- hopefully, um, uh, WrestleMania will come out. Maybe they'll have something in the next couple of days about, uh, the, about details. The, the details of the uh, the agreement there. But I, that's that to me. That's what's good for business. That's what's best for business. Is that they can make their money on TV rights deals? Like I said, congratulations if they if they got seventy, eighty thousand tickets, whatever it is. Stop comparing yourself to WW. If you want to compare yourself to WW on something, just say, hey, we got more money on TV rights than they ever did. There you go. Fair, fair trade. That's fair trade. Now, back to back to the back to the subject at hand. <laughs> What would it take for for fan? Let's just say, let's just say we got a brand new fan, right? Or or somebody that's looking back to get into it. What should AEW do to get that casual fan? 
they need to they need to pace the show that is a comment i'm hearing that a lot and the the chief complaint amongst people that that really know it is that the show doesn't get an, enough time to breathe no they they need to pace it out more like yeah. I, I remember when i was when i was watching AEW every week and 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 i'm watching the show and there would be something going on like it, it was just it was a something that was going on in the ring and it was like it was a hot ass angle that they just did right and you wouldn't let that like breathe let me sit. think about it and let it sit there you go right yeah. back for a meaningless 50 second pre-take those things right there need to cut them out if they want to pace the show they, they need to go back and pace the show like this the first hour should be paced in my opinion it should be paced like nitro right where it's hard-hitting action and and, and just storytelling like keeping you going like you gotta watch don't you can't turn away from this show you gotta keep watching the show you gotta have a story there that's gonna be the story of the night that's gonna make you stay around to the main event okay mm -hmm. if you if you just throw a bunch of matches out there and WWE was guilty of this a while they would just put a match out there Mm -hmm. okay? same thing with WWF they would just put a match out there but if you put a match out here that has has no story guess what I'm not gonna watch but if you put a match out here that has no story, but you're telling me that something bad or something big is going to happen later on tonight. And I should keep watching the show. I might be interested to keep watching. They have gotten away. Hook. They have gotten away from the. Let's just throw a match. They they're starting to get away from that, and they're starting to focus more. Like tonight, they did the first match, which they had built it last week, and they rolled it into that. And they followed that with an appearance from Miro to set up another match from that. And then they took it to the back and they were trying to get a word with Tony Khan and then Thunder Rosa shows up. And I'm like, oh, well, that's good. Tonight's show kind of, from what I've seen, it had a great flow to it. And it looks like they're, they're trying to go in that direction. This is like the third week where I've seen them kind of chain stuff together to where they have the pillars and then the fallout from that and then into tonight, it led to something tonight. So, and Christian, um, how we talked last show, we talked, I felt like they were just trying to set up Luchasaurus versus Wardlow, but they're setting up Christian versus Wardlow. And that led into something into tonight that was really good. Christian's promo was, was fucking excellent tonight. I'll tell you what, this, this is what I'll do here. I know from from the last time I checked my my DVR, I'm still recording Dynamite. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna check out Dynamite's episode from tonight, and I'll give a critique. Next okay. Week. I'll All right. You know if I was able to sit through what they were doing, if I was able to follow the stories, whatever, um, and and just go from there. Okay. Uh, and, that's, and that and then because and it is it'll give me a better. To add, to answer to, to when you ask that question of what it, what it would take, it, it I can guarantee you I can pinpoint what it would take. Because like I told you, what turned me off from the show it's crazy to say this, but I remember it. What turned me off from the show was, and I haven't watched Dynamite since. It was a <laughs> it was a segment with the Jericho Appreciation Society, 
Action Andretti, I think his name is, and Ricky Starks. And it was horrible. And I never watched it again. Mm. That just completely just... It, that, yeah, it, I'm at a point where they need to get rid of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm really at that point. But I, I hope I hope they, they make this come sooner than, rather than later. But yeah, from what I saw, tonight's show flowed really well. Um, for WWE, for me, the draft kind of fucked everything up for me. Oh, the draft was... The draft was <laughs> that, you talk about pointless TV. Uh, it messed up so much for me. me so much. Me, me, you know how... You know, in in previous episodes, we were talking about what what they needed to do with Cody. Bro, I think I think we're 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 starting to see Cody trail off, man. Like I hate to say it, I hate to say it. Uh, it's it looks like it looks like we're at the point where we had talked about like he come in hot, he get into something hot, and then it. That slope will start. I think the slope will start, man. I hate, I hate to see it. Because he was on fire. And it's like... I hate to say it, I told you so, but... <sighs> and it's not, it's, it's, not, it's not a burial. It's just... It's not, telling, but it's, just, he's not... Story. He's not in the main event picture right now. Especially with the but unveiling... You said, but you said a while ago... That you thought that that Seth Rollins would be the one to take it. I did. I did. And it looks like they might be moving into that direction with yeah. Seth Rollins. But I well, gotta tell we you, know it's not going to be Cody. I got to tell you, one guy that I'm high on, right? There's actually, there's actually two guys I'm high on right now. Um, really big on Solo, Sokoa. Yeah. Huge fan of Solo's work. Yeah. Um, that whole thing at, at Backlash with him and what he's about to take out Jay. And I'm not talking about when he when he had him, when he's about to give him the spike. I'm talking about when Sami Zayn was laying on the, on the mat and he was looking. And it's like, what was he about to do before Riddle intercepted? So oh, he was, about, he was about to give it to Jay. Like he had the order. <laughs> like he, has a, he has that order. Yeah, right? yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's intriguing stuff. I do think that they've kind of jumped the shark a little bit with the, the bloodline angle at this point. It's kind of fizzled off a little bit. Solo just raised some life into that. So that was good. But I'm also, I'm really big on Damian Priest. And I'm going to make a change here. Now, I will say if they were to bring the NWO angle back, I would say, yeah, Cody Cody is the guy. Cody is that guy, right, to, to turn heel and all that. But Cody's going to need an enforcer. Cody... It's going to need the big man, right? Yeah. Da- Damian Priest. He models this game after Scott Hall. And Kevin Nash. And Kevin Nash. So, if you if you were to book the NWO today, black and white, heels. Not cool heels, but black and white badasses. Cody. And because um, we were thinking about members a little while ago in one of these episodes. Uh, the second guy, I'm, I'm picking Damian Priest. I can see that. I can see that. I think the Judgment Day is whack. I think it's. it's I don't think they're whack. I just think. Shit. I think. Shit. I think it's, if it's you. A shit sale, dude. It's not. It's yeah. not. It's not. I'd love to see Dominic <laughs> in the LWO. 
That's what I would like. If you're going to break them up, then you need Dominic to join LWO, make the LWO Hill faction, and then... You can't, though. Because you can't. The LWO is too babyface now. They're too, they're too popular now as babyface. Well, after Backlash, yes. After Backlash, yes. yes. But oh, that was great, dude. That, it was, that, it was that awesome. That shit was that right there. Let me tell you. Seeing Carlito come out there. Savio Vega. Savio Vega. The people just, I mean, that Puerto Rican crowd. Barico, Kudos to fucking Puerto Rico, my fucking bro. Barico, man. That <laughs> dumb motherfucker. Kudos to they fucking was, Puerto that, Rico. That, they, the, they didn't need no Thunderdome. No, you did not. Monday Kudos to, to Puerto, Puerto Rico showed their entire ass. And Monday it was night they needed awesome. Though. They needed that shit Monday, though. Oh, what my I was God. Well... <laughs> You kind of you kind of did because after after backlash, like people are gonna notice. That's the point. So it's kind of it kind of goes back. I, I you know Dominic is the man, but it, uh, but once again, you can tell that he's not generating that nuclear heat. The buzz, yeah. It's the Thunderdome. I've been yep. saying that, and and there's people out here that have podcasts, that, and these guys. Oh, are the, go ahead. No, thank go. you, because. I want this to be known right now. No gimmicks was the first one to bring this shit up. <laughs> no gimmicks was the first one to say they're using this Thunderdome. Okay. Go back, check the archives. We've been saying it long before now. He's not getting that thunder nuclear heat you think he is. They're booing him. But that is the Thunderdome. It's it, that shit's been. I've been saying that. I'm like, dude is not getting that kind of a reaction. He's getting a reaction, yes. But yes. is he getting that insane heat that you think? No, he's not. No. And it's obvious when you look at the crowd and they're not doing shit, and you hear this, just it's the Thunderdome. And I was reading like WWE knew they had a problem Monday. It's like, do we turn the Thunderdome on to? Oh yeah, you gotta audio? crank that bitch up to twenty. Or do we? And it, it, it just shows you, damn man, our, our our people aren't really digging our stories like this. So now we gotta turn the Thunderdome on, and it's like, you know, you know, when you have to manipulate the crowd like that, you got problems. Well, for me, for me, and this is just for me, I knew they would need it because. I don't think they expected Saturday to be what Saturday was. And this also this also brought me back to with this merger what they need to if they were if they were to do this like they did Saturday and the merger, one thing UFC is really great at is featuring local talent when they go places. Right? Uh, so I think I put this up in the group, like when they go to somewhere like Brazil, like they have people on their roster that they feature when they go to Brazil and the Brazilians like are really into that shit. Or when they go to England and they have people featured from England and the, the crowd is, is buzzing, right? What WWE did Saturday reminded me of that. And I'm like, I think the WWE has the roster to pull this off. Like, if you were to go to some of these places and you do what you did in Puerto Rico, 
I can guarantee you a crowd's going to be into it because you're featuring their people. So, and I don't think they expected that to be what it was, but Puerto Rico was awesome for all intents and purposes. It was awesome. awesome. They were awesome on SmackDown. Yeah. From the moment, from the moment they, they got there, it was awesome. Hey, what did you think about, uh, real quick, um, what did you think about Bad Bunny wearing that classic WWF racing jacket on SmackDown? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's the shit. Yeah, they went they went back later on because I watched it. I watched the clips on YouTube, right? So the USA Network clip, I think they showed the full thing. Mm-hmm. It was it, it's you know it it showed the logo and all that, but the Fox clip they digitized the WWF. Yeah, yeah. But that was, but the, and that speaks volumes for Bad Bunny. You could tell he's when he's in there that he loves what he's doing. You could yeah. tell that it just translates well. You could they, tell he's having fun doing that they shit. They probably too. saw him before he came out there. It's like, oh shit, the the jacket. Yeah, it's like um, get it yeah, ready. You can't. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't wear that jacket. He was like, if you can, can you kind of like? Because if the back says WWE Racing, but if you notice, he had it half off of him. Like yeah, he had to roll down. So I think they yeah. kind of told him to do that to kind of hide, because because they can't, you can't show the WWF logo on any new footage, like nothing new. It can yeah. be ar- archived footage or whatever, but you can't show it on any new, yeah, whatever, because because people won't know the difference between the the Royal Wildlife Fund for Nature and the, and the WWF, so they won't be able to tell the difference. Right. Stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. Copyrights, my guy. I thought Copyrights. that was, it. I thought that, was it. <clears throat> that was a ballsy move. I liked Jeez, it. Man. Yeah, yeah. He threw the jacket to the crowd. Yeah, that was a ballsy ass move. I'm like, this dude, he is having the fucking time of his life right now, and he's in Puerto Rico. Hell yeah! But yeah, that was a that backlash was amazing. I would. The only thing I wouldn't want to see them go to Puerto Rico too much because they might wear out their welcome. Well, they're not, they're not going to go back for a while. Yeah, don't wear your welcome out. Yeah, they got because they got they got paid. So so the thing about that that Puerto Rican show was is that that wasn't a paid attendance. The Puerto Rican um, the, the 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 Puerto Rican um, uh, the tourism board of it they paid WWE to come in to put their. Oh show. really? Yeah, that wasn't a paid show. Like the, oh, they, wow. they were paid, but the tickets were free to get into the the buildings. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Right. It's cool, but and shit. I mean, they if you're gonna do that, their, if you, they made their money. Yeah, if you're gonna do that, then shit. Of course. Yep. That crowd. That crowd. I would do it. I would do it again, honestly. Right. But I wouldn't do it for a while. But yeah, I'd definitely do it again. I mean, the last time they were there uh, for a pay per view was, I believe, uh, 2005 New Year's Revolution. Yeah. But even that, like the 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 history that was on that particular backlash, like what you got, yeah, Savio Vega was, coming out there. Carlito yeah, Savio was, Vega was that why, was huge. Why, why Carlito is not signed to any major promotion is beyond me. Travesty. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a travesty. That crowd went ape shit when he came out. Absolutely ape shit. And I was like, damn, like he they loved the fuck out of Carlito. But yeah, man. Great times, great times. Final thoughts, what you got? 
are people getting tired of Bianca Belair? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I are you judging this? Are you judging this based off the backlash match? Well, let me say something about the backlash match first of all, because I want to. I want to. I want to clear this up because somebody uh, forgot who who it was. Some some Twitter reporter um, tried to play the race card on something, and I'm not going for that. So. No. Um, Bianca got booed, and Omas got booed. First of all, Omas is a heel. Omas so is a heel, he's yes. Gonna, he's going to get booed. Yes. They were trying to say that Bianca, you, you get what I'm saying, that yeah. Bianca and Omas, because they're, they're both yeah. black, African-American. That's not why they booed, okay, Bianca. They just probably are tired of Bianca. Because if you got Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans are just like black people. Mm. That, that's what it is. Hell, you might be, depending on what it, stop. It, 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 exactly. <laughs> what right. stop it was. I mean, look at Fat Joe. You feel me? Yeah. You know, all the motherfuckers. You, you know, my New York peeps, they already know. You know what I'm saying? I'm Puerto Rican myself. So that's why I know this shit. You dig? Mm-hmm. So it ain't no race thing. It's uh, we're kind of tired of Bianca because we already know the outcome of the match. And they chose to, to cheer for EO because EO is somebody new. She doesn't get featured in singles matches like this. She only has been working tag team with damage control. So it was something different. No, that's that's another one. I was like, these these motherfuckers are listening to no gimmicks. They have to be. Yeah. Because <laughs> even in the commentary, the commentary was something we both said on this show. Like, EO free of damage control would be such a star. Such a star. And just and, and while we're on the subject, real quick. So, since the last time we did a show, uh, Trinity Five Two debuted for Impact. Yes. And uh, people were laughing and joking because she chose to go to Impact. Why are y'all motherfuckers laughing and joking because she chose to go to Impact? Let me let me let me explain for for the people who don't watch Impact. Let me explain something to you. Impact Wrestling, as a as overall, is probably the best wrestling company right now. Their women's division, fire. The wrestling, great. Storylines, present across the card. The only thing impact wrestling does not have is a huge tv deal if impact wrestling had a huge tv deal something if they have what AEW has impact wrestling would be the number two wrestling company in america it's just they have to work to get there well they had that at one point they did they they squandered that but right now but right now, Impact Wrestling, their, their knockouts division has never been not good. And it's still great. And you have people, you have names like Jordan Grace, who people don't know a lot about, but phenomenal wrestler. Deanna Perazzo, people don't know a lot about her, phenomenal wrestler. 
The champion for a while at one point was Mickey James, legend. Trinity Fatu showing up in this division puts a lot of eyes on a great division of women's wrestlers. It just and it, does. And it helps and it helps impact because it you does have someone of the star power that would come in there. And, yes. And like, but but ultimately I think where Trinity is gonna land, ultimately, is gonna be AEW. I think so. And I think I think so too. I think she will be there. Uh, I think her and Mercedes are going to be there at some point. But yeah, her choosing impact, her choosing impact was a great move for her. It really was. I just don't like the fact that motherfuckers out there that weren't supporting her to begin with in the WWE weren't feeling the glow. Want to knock her for leaving WWE and going out on her own and doing her own thing. That's that's the shit right there that yeah. that pisses. These these are the same people, like I said earlier, that will shit on WCW. And can, can, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. That that type of fan is what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those 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 are the people that that I'm referring to. The the, the trolls out there, for her making a, a decision as a as a businesswoman to say, okay, I want to get away, even though I'll probably be make more money over here. I'm not happy over here. So I want to bounce because of the way they talk to me, the way they, you know, whatever. And she left on her own, and she's over here in in, in impact. And I hope she kicks ass over there. I hope she does too. She could have came back and be like, oh well, you better join the bloodline. We don't need to have everybody in the fucking blood. Somebody, some some dumbasses the other day says, well, wh- why don't they put Tomatong in the bloodline? It wouldn't make sense. He's not even related to them. He's not related to them, number one. Number two, he's talking. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he's not even related to them. Not related to them. Now, him showing up in AEW would be interesting. Yeah, I would. I would Now, if they did that, I would like to see that. I would love to see Tama, Tonga, Tonga, Loa show up at AEW, right? You know why? I'd love to see them come in and back, if it ain't FTR, back CM Punk. Know why? Mm-hmm. Because Tama, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa got something to do. They they got a little bit of an issue still with the Elite. Yep. Remember a few years ago when they turned on them and the firing squad was more and we never yep. really got closure on that angle? Now you can get closure on the angle. That would get me to watch the damn show. <laughs> that would get me to watch. All right, Tony, if you're listening, you know what to do. Yeah, Tony, make Tony, this happen. If, if you if you were somehow get the Bullet Club, which could be at this point is a dead dead brand. Well, right revitalize now, it. Revitalize that shit. Right now, because we got right a now. door coming in. Listen, right now. In AEW, we have Jay White and we have Juice Robinson operating as Bullet Club Gold in AEW right now. Tom Batonga. You can even have them three against the Elite. Mm. Firing Mm. Squad. Bro, if that fucking happens... 
I want to. That's what I'm saying. Give me something that I'm gonna. I'm gonna want to watch. Listen. You see behind for, me. I got the <laughs> shit hanging up on the wall back here. Yes. For for the folks out there, listen. If a name like Tama, if we come on 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 this show, or in the group, and we say Tama Tonga is Bullet Club Gold, tune in to AEW because this is about to be fucking great. It's about to be great. But yeah, I'd love to see that. So Tony, if you're listening, let us know that you're listening. Get this man on AEW television. Book it. Bullet Club Gold versus the Elite. Right. And Tony Tony Khan, if you're watching, and you can let us know by hiring your boys. Hire us. That's that's how you do it, man. Yep. You hire your boys. You know what I'm saying? We can sit in the damn in there. Shit. We're available. Yeah, exactly. I'm available. Oh, I'm We're always available. I'm always available in public. <laughs> All right, man. Anything else you got? Nah, man. That's it. Other than that, you know, help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered, and um, that's it. You know, what I'm saying we appreciate all the people that have joined uh, our uh, official fan page on Facebook, and um, all the people out there that supporting us for Mission Pro Wrestling, and um, we're also sponsoring the Indies now. So if yep. you guys want to do business with us. Holler at you, boys. Holler at us. But until next time, man, uh, thank you to Mission Pro Wrestling. Thank you to the Bob Culture Podcast, ISPW. Thank you to everyone that, again, we're approaching a 1,000 people on, on, on Facebook on our, on our page. So thank you to everybody that's been following and tuning in and checking these shows out. We appreciate it, man. So for us here at No Gimmicks at, on DFPN, Thank you. See you next time. Until then, enjoy the fucking wrestling, folks. Peace.